0: Hello, I'm Larry Stevenson. Welcome to Let Your Dreams Work, the weekly call where we share how individuals and organizations can harness their dreams to be more, see more, do more, have more, and give more. Dreams are all about your vision. So we've chosen this audio format so you can see your dreams taking place in your own mind as we talk, instead of imposing our vision of how your dreams should look. Tune in, listen with intent, and see yourself living your dreams and relax into a state where your mind can freely create. As you listen today, please jot down any questions you have so you don't forget them. Then press pound six on your phone to be put into the queue. We'll answer questions at the end. If you're listening to this recording after the fact is a podcast episode, please feel free to join us live in the future so you can have your questions answered or send questions to us using the contact form on our website. Call in and URL information can be found in the show notes. Today we're going to share how the holiday season provides an excellent, perfect opportunity to design your dreams for 2022. For more than two decades, I have spent the the end-of-the-year holidays reviewing the dreams I achieved in that year and deciding on my dreams for the next, and I wanted to share with you the secret of how I do that and what I do that I've shared with others, and they've had the same success, and I'll share some of their successes. What I'm going to share is how to combine our model of be more, see more, do more, have more and give more, with Stephen R. Covey's concept of roles and goals. So let me explain. Stephen R. Covey, in his magnificent book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, described a concept called roles and goals. And it was a way to achieve and set what you wanted to do every year or individually at any time And and it was based on starting with recognizing we all have various roles. And then using those roles and setting specific goals for each of the roles we have. Now, Covey recommended, and I agree, limit what you've got to no more than seven roles. Once again, limit what you perceive you are to seven roles. Now, that may mean combining some roles. It may mean discarding some roles, but keeping it within those seven roles. Now, what I've done is I've created seven generic roles, which every year I decide which ones I am planning on changing or adapting or modifying. But they modify within a specific parameter. So let me share first what those seven are. These are personal to me, and you will probably set up some that are different for you. And that's the way it should be. So my seven roles are, first, me as a person. Second, as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Third, as a husband and grandfather, which includes father. Fourth is as a son and a sibling, Fifth is as a member of my church or congregation. Then I had my employment role because I had a regular job that I did 40 to 60 hours a week. And my last role was as an entrepreneur. And so those were my seven generic roles. Now, what would happen is inside of them, they would change just a little bit. For example, as my job changed, my employment role would become more specific as a manager of an operation or as the global training and evaluation manager for our non-government organization. My entrepreneurial role would change as a professional speaker, as an author, and, and as I went through and started evolving on that. But always within those seven main roles. So here's what I would do, and this is what I invite you to do, to consider. First, establish your no more than seven, seven roles that you perceive for yourself. My next step would be to evaluate my progress on the dreams I had set for that year. Remember, I'm doing this The last two to three weeks of December, that's when I would do it. So I would evaluate what I had done during those previous year, that year that I am in. I would sit down and I would evaluate which roles I wanted to change. And if you want more on that, go to our episode nine, where we talk about um, being more in 2022. And it talks about evaluating the roles you want to change professionally. Um, I knew that, for example, my service to my church would change. I knew that my employment would change. So I would say, okay, this year, which roles do I want to change? Then I would sit down and for each role, I would generate by myself first, then with my family, then with my friends, possibilities for each of those roles. So I would take my role as a human being, as me personally. And I would say, okay, what do I personally want to be this year? And one year I wanted to be less angry. I wanted to be more tolerant. I wanted to be more uh, honest. I wanted to be more giving. I wanted to, so I'd evaluate, what do I want to be what do I want to see? And I would say, okay, personally, what trips would I like to do? What what would I like to see? Then I would say, okay, personally, what would I like to do? And I'd put down that I wanted to run in some 5Ks. I would put down that I wanted to walk so many steps every hour. I'd put down what I wanted to do I'd put down if I wanted to take a course or get a certification. That was what I wanted to do personally. Then I'd look at what I wanted to have, what I wanted to buy, what were my big purchases for that year. And finally, what did I want to give and how did I want to give it? Did I want to give my time in a volunteer situation? Did I want to give more money? Were there certain charities I wanted to look at, etc.? cetera? And I'd do this in about the first week. So in one week, I would sit down and I'd take about 30, 40 minutes total. And I would review each role and I would generate the possibilities on what I wanted to do. The second and third week of this process, whether you start in the 1st of December, whether you start the 1st of January, it's up to you. I liked taking time off between... I take time off from work on the at the second week of December through to the end of December. That's when I did mine. The second and third week, you're going to take a roll each day again for 30 minutes. And now you're going to look at the possibilities that you came up with and select from there the th- three to four per roll that you're really going to do. And I would list when I wanted to do them. So I'd start calendaring them out. I would list connections that I had, people I knew who had already achieved that goal. Maybe they had already received the certification I wanted, or they'd already gone on the trip I wanted to go to. And I would write down, I didn't contact them yet, I just wrote down those connections that came to the top of my head Reviewing my social media, looking at my LinkedIn profiles, my Facebook profiles, etc. I would then just brainstorm a preliminary list of actions that I could take and and when I would do them in general. For example, if I wanted to see, uh, I would go to a Shakespeare festival. That's one of the things I like to do. And I knew that it was held during certain months, certain months of the year, and I would say, okay, I'd like to go this week, this year, and I'd, I'd kind of say, okay, that's when I want to do that, and I want to go to this opera festival this week of the year. And, I am. and so I would go through and do that for each of the roles, what I wanted to be, what I wanted to see, what I wanted to do. I would contemplate and then label the obvious limitations, especially the scope, the deadlines, the amount of money I would want to make for example this year we had our 45th wedding anniversary and one of my goals was to take all of my posterity 28 of us to hawaii for a week and so i knew i had to budget the money and get the money ready and i actually started budgeting the money years in advance but we set it aside. We looked at what month, what week we were going to go. We checked with all of the family. And that was one of my roles as a husband, father, and grandfather is to take my family and introduce most of them to a state they had never discovered before that I loved. So I would contemplate the scope, the money I would need. I'd look at what other limitations may occur I would do this, and as I'm doing this, I would talk to family. For example, it didn't make sense for me to set goals as a husband by myself, so I would talk to my wife to generate possibilities. I would talk to my children to generate possibilities. I'd talk to my siblings to generate possibilities. I also have, every December, my mastermind group gets together. Now, I've been in a mastermind group for about 15 years now. And we've had the same members for the last 13 years. And we set aside December for a casual lunch rather than a regular mastermind meeting. And it gives us a chance to just kind of relax and brainstorm and just talk. And so those are the things I would do during the second and third week of this process. Having generated the possibilities for each of my roles... I would then sit down and limit those possibilities and select the ones I was really going to work on. And I would set that up and I would then draft it into a document and I would then go through in the through the rest of the time and I would add onto my personal calendar those dates that I had already set when we hope to go to Hawaii, when I wanted to go to the Shakespeare Festival, what uh, races I was hoping to run as 5Ks, things like that, what workshops or conferences I wanted to go to, and I would plug those into my calendar. So now I've got set up in about a three-week period using not much time at all each day. This is not overwhelming. Not much time. I have now mapped out a general Guideline for my dreams for the next year. And I've typed them into one document. I've transferred the document onto my to do lists. I've transferred the document into my calendar where I've established dates. Now, for the rest of the year, I've got to act consistently, I've got to synergize, I've got to make connections. So here's what I do. And once again, I'm going to come back to a wonderful videotape. It's still on, on um, YouTube that Stephen R. Covey did on First Things First. And in the video, he called a lady up and, and he gave her a mason jar, you know, one of those mason canning jars. And he told her to fill it with stones and he had a bucket of stones that were about an inch in diameter and he would give her that and and she'd fill it full of stones and he'd say okay now is the jar full and she'd say yes it's full he says can we add more to it and she says well i don't think so he said okay now here is a bucket of sand and she'd pour the sand into it and he said now does it look full and he'd say she'd say okay, yeah, I think it's full now. And then he'd pull out a bucket of water and he'd say, now pour the water in. And his point was, we've got to start with the big things first and plop them into our calendars. Now, at the end of the year you heard me say that I would go through and calendar out for the whole year those big events on when I wanted to be, see, do, visit, or give certain things. Each month, and I do it on the first Sunday of each month, I will go through and I will look at what I did the month before and I will look at what I'm supposed to do this month. And I will now take, and since I've already put the, the rocks in for me as a human being, for me as a husband, father, and grandfather, for me as a disciple of Christ, for me as a son and sibling, for me as a member of my church, for me as an employee, for me as an entrepreneur, I've already put the big stones in at the end of the year. Now, during the month, I'm pouring the sand in. I'm looking at the to-do lists, and I'm adjusting the to-do lists. I'm looking at specific meetings with connections I'm going to have. Who am I going to call to talk about this dream that I'm working on? Who am I going, When am I going to register for the certificate program? So I'm now filling in the sand because the rocks are already there. And now I have a monthly plan of what I'm going to do this month to optimize my connections, to act consistently, also to figure out what limitations I'm running into, real or windmills, to evaluate during the previous month what got in the way of me achieving my dreams. Which limitations, are they real? Are they false but appearing real, which I call windmills? And I would make a list of those. And then I would think through during this, and this is taking about an hour and a half. I'm thinking through, okay, who can I talk to? Who can I connect on these limitations? And then, of course, every month I'm meeting with my mastermind group. And in my mastermind group, we're reporting what we did since the last meeting. We're brainstorming ideas together for each of us to, with problems we need solved or new actions to do. And then we're making a list of these are the actions we're going to do in the next month. So the mastermind team, the limitations, the acting consistently, optimizing connections, all of that is calendared out on my calendar during the first Sunday, because that's when I do it. You can do it anytime. Now I'm, I'm going to pause for a moment, and I want you to think, when would be the best time for you to go ahead and set those dates? When would be the best time for you to review your month and plan for the next month? Okay. Weekly... And I do it once again on Sunday evenings. Weekly, I review the actions I took. I review the progress I made. I review the limitations I ran into. And I then sit down and I look at my rolls and I put in the water. See, I already have the stones from what I did at the end of the year. I've got the sand in from my monthly reviews. And now on my weekly reviews, I'm filling in the water. And I, I go in and I fill out my calendar. On I, I use Google calendars. And I color code mine. I have a different color code for each of my roles that I do. And so when I calendar something for each role, I put it in in a certain color, and that allows me quickly to see the balance I have in my life of my seven roles. And I can quickly see where one seems to be dominating. And maybe it's dominating because this is the season that I need to spend more time on that. Maybe I've gotten out of sync, and I've got to reevaluate and get my life back into order a little bit. And then I've got my week planned on Sunday. So each day I've got a to-do list, and I'm using to-do app on my phone, and I've got my calendar, and, and my kids always tease me. They say, Dad, you, you would you would calendar breathing. And then they're right, my calendar is full. But what makes it work is it's filled with personal things like a nap. It's filled with personal things like exercising or personal things like reading a book, or it's filled with watching television with my wife. It's filled with doing something with my children. It's filled with work. It's filled with my entrepreneur working, like coaching, my authoring. It's filled. But the neat thing is it may be filled but it's filled with a balance because I'm I'm being something, I'm seeing something, doing something, I'm having something, I'm giving from each of my roles. And that just feels wonderful. And every day I can look at, and I heard Hiram Smith say this, and I agree with it, He once said, there is nothing more satisfying to the human soul than to check something off. And he he rightly pointed out how many of us will actually go in and write something in our to-do list that we just did so we can check it off. It wasn't on there to begin with, but now we put it on because there is something so gratifying about checking it off. This system begins, for me, with the holidays. And I, I, I think the holidays are a great time to evaluate what we accomplished in the year that is ending. And planning in general terms, once again, the big stones, what we want to accomplish in the next year. And putting it into the calendar and putting it into to-do lists And identifying the people, the connections we have that can help us do that. And then mapping out just some actions to get us started so that we're acting consistently. And using that year-end work, we can then each month evaluate on a monthly basis and look at the next month and what we're going to do. We can pour the sand into the big rocks And then each week, and it only takes about 30 minutes, you can go through and you can pour the water in and fill in your calendar with those things that you want to be, those things you want to see, to do, to have, and to give, and to look at if you use the color coding system. It allows you to see very quickly the balance on what you want to do. Now, you've heard me say, New Year's resolutions don't work dreams work. And this system helps to allow those dreams to work because the system begins to use the whole year. It builds in the possibilities, the connections, the acting consistently, labeling the limitations and synergizing. It works because it's not a one-time thing and we're not doing it in isolation. We're doing it in consultation with others. We're doing a little bit at every time. And and a lot of the things I'm doing, they aren't huge things. They're calling five people a week to see if they would like to learn how to let their dreams work. They're doing a podcast. They're writing a little bit in the book. They're little things that add up. And the holiday season is the perfect time to begin to put that together. New Year's resolutions don't work because they're isolated and they're one-time things and most of us don't spend enough time. Dreams work because this system is built in with an ongoing support. And that really does work. In this last year, because I used this system, I did. I took all of my family, all 28 of us, to Hawaii. That was as a role as a father, husband, father, and grandfather. I started this podcast as part of my entrepreneur capabilities, what I'm trying to do to let people dream and see great things and do great things in their lives. I've contributed money to help people with COVID vaccinations. I've, I've helped contribute money to an organization that has worked with, no, I didn't pay for all of this, but they'd helped 953 natural disasters in 2021. I'm giving money to help support a volunteer who is serving in Ukraine to help people improve family relations and literacy and health and finances. I'm giving of my time to people who need it. All because I sat down and I said, this is what I want to do. Now I need to finish with one other part. Did I achieve all the dreams that I wrote down last year? No, I didn't, but that's okay because I did a whole lot more than I would have done. If I'd have just done nothing or if I'd have made a half-hearted effort to set some new year's resolutions. And I didn't beat myself up because I didn't achieve everything. During the year, I modified. During the year, we decided not to go to the Shakespeare Festival or to the Opera Festival. During the year, I decided not to pursue and write two books. And and that's okay. Because we're just setting up time. We're just doing things that are possibilities and looking at what we achieved, not what we didn't achieve. And too many people, they're so busy focusing on what they didn't get done that that causes the problem. So here is my invitation to you for this week. Sit down and decide what are your seven roles and review what you've done this year. And then look at each role separately and decide which ones you want to modify this year. Maybe you're going to be part of the great resignation. You're going to change who you are professionally. Maybe you're going to decide, I want to change what I'm doing in my family status. All of our children are leaving. We're going to be empty nesters, and I'm a parent of adults rather than children now. Look at how your roles will change and then take each role, just take a little bit each day, and say, okay, for this role personally, what do I want to be? What do I want to see? What do I want to do? What do I want to have, and what do I want to give? Now, as a husband, father, and grandfather, what do I want to be? What do I want to see? What do I want to do? What do I want to have, and what do I want to give? As a disciple of Christ, what do I want to be? And you choose your roles. And this week, I invite you to take time to just review your roles, which ones you want to change, and then generate the possibilities for each role of what you want to be, see, do, have, and give. And I promise you that if you take that this week, And then the next week, you select the ones you're really going to work on. You will see great things happen in 2022. Some of the things will be very small. Some of them may be very big, but you will see yourself with more at the end of the year than if you do nothing. That I promise you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you re-listen to it and implement it yourselves. What are you going to do this week to let your dreams work?